0: Everybody, welcome back to the Philosopher's <laughs> Stone episode three, Return of the Plague. Return of the Plague. <laughs> Fauci COVID. Strikes Back. Fauci Strikes Back. <laughs> I contracted COVID over the weekend. Yay! <laughs> I uh, went to a really fun wedding, but it turned out to be a very, uh, what they used to call a super spetter event. Um <laughs> So, every fucking buddy that went there. Not the fun kind. No, no, no. This wasn't the 70s. This wasn't even the (laughs) 80s. This is, this is, uh, this was, uh, it was fun. It was really fun. I I would dare say it was worth it, but, um, holy fuck, I hate COVID. They say
1: super spreader events are the most fun while they're happening. And then only after do people realize what, what happened. It's more fun when
0: you know everybody's getting COVID too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. When you're the uh, one that brings it to the event and you're the only one who knows everybody's getting infected, that's really the fun stuff. <laughs> um I didn't really? test positive until today, but I've been feeling like shit all week.
1: Hmm. Damn. Well, that's the way it goes with, with COVID. It's like you don't uh you don't know you can have it and not test positive. And yeah. you can not have it and test positive. That's a lot more rare though, I think. Yeah, I think that is a lot more rare, the false positive. It is gross. It's oh, no, like sorry, the it false is, negative, rather. It's like a,
0: it's like an, ah, uh, and it's like a weird twist on an old f- flu. On the flu, it's like a weird twist on the flu. It feels gross. Like I'm, I almost think flus. I prefer them because I'm more familiar with the feeling. This is like my teeth hurt. I woke up, and my teeth hurt today.
1: Damn. See, the, that's the crazy thing is, uh, when. When my when my ex had COVID, yeah, we lived together. She had it bad for like two weeks solid, and I did not get a single symptom.
0: What? So you've never had a the, symptom of COVID?
1: I never tested positive the whole time either.
0: What? <clears throat> so you've pretty much never had COVID?
1: I probably had it. Like I don't see how I possibly could not have like inhaled virus viruses, living with her. Um, well, and, maybe it's uh, they, they it's, didn't, it's, didn't hold, they didn't take. Can I say my my lungs yeah. the foster hostile environment? I will say this
0: one's not as rough as my first go so far. Uh-huh. Certainly not fun. I had the chills and a fever for like three days in a row the first time. I just had a fever last
1: night. I think the third time you get COVID is when you start to develop echolocation capacities, and you, yeah. the light starts to hurt your eyes, and you have to stay inside. That's when like real changes start to happen. I have a mad. I've had the weirdest headache all day. I can't even open. I feel like I've had my eyes closed all day. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna go. I think you have the rage virus. Uh, actually, this sounds more like the early onset of rage. You would think that it would give me a little bit more energy.
0: <laughs> There's nothing worse than being angry and tired. If I'm gonna go into yeah, a violent, a violent thrashing about. I need to have some, some, some power, you know, some, some energy left in my store, in Mm. my, uh, you know, what's going to make me feel better is just a little bit of, just have this on repeat. (laughs) Anyways, had to cancel a headlining show in Penticton for tomorrow, which sucks. I feel like I haven't done comedy at all in like two months. I've only done like a handful of times. So fucking busy with weddings and shit. They don't they have, have like,
1: a special COVID helmet, like a plexiglass helmet you can wear?
0: I'm sure that they would not want that, and I'm sure I would not want that.
1: Just put a fishbowl on your head. and oh, I, I, just, I wouldn't
0: have any enthusiasm. I don't. COVID <laughs> steals your sense of humor, too. That's I have true. no
1: idea why any
0: of my jokes are funny right now. I was going through mm-hmm. my act last night when I couldn't sleep because I was sweating, and I was like, mm-hmm. are these even fucking jokes? What is going on?
1: I know this is where people laugh, but I don't know why. Wow. You have no ability to produce the surge of dopamine necessary to trigger the invol- involuntary expulsion of air out of your lungs, which is what we call laughter. That was really deep, man.
0: That was really really deep. Never heard never heard it like that. Hey, hang on. My cat, my so my one cat she just cannot st- Danned when there's someone in a room and the door's closed and she can't get in. She thinks, like, I don't know. I don't know if we're doing cocaine like... or
1: something. Exactly. And yeah, that's exactly that behavior. So I'm literally
0: <laughs> watching her pause under the fucking door right now trying to crank it open. Alright, I'm just going to let her in or she'll be scratching there all the whole time. I don't have any cocaine, though, Eleanor. Sure.
1: Man, this is a... Well, I guess she's not really an immigrant cat if she's, like, in your house already. These cats, they can't abide secrets. Nobody else can have a secret around a cat, I don't think.
0: I, I often wonder what you say when I get away from my head to my, do something.
1: I think that's why they're considered an omen. Oh cat? Yeah, I was about? gonna say I, I uh I had two black cats cross my path one night recently when I was out for a walk. Not one, well, but two.
0: Well they must have canceled each other out, right? <laughs> That's how, that's how magic works. Eleanor, see, we're not doing cocaine in here without you. We're just talking, all right? You got something you want to say, bitch? She's
1: I don't cool. think that's the right term for a female cat, actually. Yeah, it is for this one. I <laughs> got <laughs> yeah, fucking both cats
0: riding in the podcast studio with me tonight. How you guys doing? Uh, you, want to, you got anything? You got any shows coming up? You want to promote Thomas? Huh? Why don't you? Why don't you tell us about your tour coming up there, Eleanor? <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, uh-huh. all right. Minneapolis, wow. nice. Okay, yeah, That's great. Cool. Albuquerque, all right. Sounds good. Oh, that. whoa. San, Santa, Santa Monica. Oh wow. Oh, wow. you're doing the comedy cellar. Oh, that's great. Wow. Okay. Good for Eleanor. Yeah.
0: Damn. Um. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm. I'm hoping this doesn't last because last time I had COVID, it was I was fucking in the dumps for eleven full days. So, um, okay, here's the open big question: question. What
1: are you gonna get another booster? No. <laughs> What's the point of a if you already got it this bad? Right. I know,
0: and I mean, I know a guy. I think he said he got three vaccines and two boosters, and he got COVID four times. <laughs>
1: Uh, i think i'm, I'm either I'm either, tri- I'm either triple or i'm either triple or quads and yeah i never got it pretty sure all moderna, I really, all moderna by the way all oh, really? Moderna. i
0: got johnson so, John- i know i got pfizer
1: all times every, all three times i think the moderna gang is i think the moderna one's the best because that one like i never got covid but the vaccine put me on Fuck my yeah. ass for two days every time uh, two days Shivering I thought Moderna chills. was the one that
0: had the most issues with, like, uh, myocarditis.
1: Oh, the the Heart, heart enlargement, yeah. Heart enlargement. Is heart enlargement really a problem? I feel like that's a good thing for everyone. Yeah, that's what I said, too. Um, like the Grinch, he needed a heart yeah. enlargement. Exactly. He
0: got some of that well, Moderna. I, yeah, um, I, mean, I, I think yeah, the I, problem is people's hearts will stop sometimes. I don't fucking know. If you ask it, some people, like, it's so funny how um how confident people are now some people are anytime someone has any sort of random health issue it's immediately blamed on the vaccine
1: yeah it's, just it's really common when uh yeah i mean it's like uh whenever an athlete has a heart attack in sports yeah. now it's like oh it was the vaccine yeah but uh sam harris put it really well when he was like like yeah the vaccines will have risks but yeah. you know what else has risks peanut butter yeah in fact peanut butter kills people because they're allergic to it it's very rare but it happens same yes. with the vaccine That's There's what going I, to be people I,
0: I was never under the impression the whole time that these things were 100 percent safe i thought it was this is what we have and if if you want to ease the ease off uh the the what's happening to the health care system because of this plague then you can take the vaccine with small risk but it would hopefully take a lot of pressure off of the hospitals so that was the whole thing i thought that's what the deal was no guarantees but you're probably gonna be fine
1: yeah that was basically it um but anyway that's like a whole another a whole other debate vaccine mandates yeah i don't know, know how i the, felt that debate
0: I didn't, yeah. I remember not being a fan of the passport thing where now oh, yeah. you literally are dividing society up by who's vaccinated. Here's the
1: thing. Here's the thing is you you don't want to need a mandate because no. you just want people to want to get it. The problem is they didn't, weren't able to get people to want to get it, and so they yeah. had to come up with a mandate. And who knows you know, if that's thinking, an effective way to do it or not.
0: Imagine if there was a, a virus like this and... When you get infected with it once, you smell like shit for six months. <laughs> <laughs> then I think Everyone people would apply. Yeah. Grut. Like you literally are like you can't even be in the same room as someone who just had COVID because they stink like actual shit. Uh
1: ass virus.
0: Yeah. Ass virus. <laughs> uh I oh. watched this show, this new Netflix show called One Piece. Have you heard of this?
1: Oh, yeah. I started the first episode. Yeah.
0: I crushed that whole show.
1: You crushed uh, the whole thing already, eh?
0: Yeah. I loved it. Damn. I thought it was awesome. It I'm really is, enjoying it too. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. As long as you're like uh, totally aware that this is going to be very corny sometimes because it's based off of anime, yeah, which it's is super like, campy. Yeah. Campy. But it does it in a very like endearing way, which I think a lot of, other live action animes failed to do so yeah i don't know i i it to me it felt like i was watching a mixture of like hook mm. and Pirates. i don't know pirates of the caribbean i guess yeah. but they're both pirates. <laughs> it felt yeah, like the lost like boys were like got, 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 got their, their own pirate uh, pirates of the caribbean movie that's kind of what it felt like
1: yeah i got some like hunter hunter vibes as like an anime
0: yeah, it's, well, it's, it's good. Know. Maybe It's, maybe it, no, but it's, it's, it's good, just right? a fun ride. It's well-written, good characters. The action, yeah, some of it, it's like, of course, they're on wires. Like, this is all impossible, but...
1: I, don't I didn't know. even realize that.
0: Well, no, I mean, just some things they do. It's like, okay, they clearly weren't trying to make that look as realistic as possible.
1: Yeah, I, I do like the rubber, uh, the Mr. Fantastic, like, rubber... Yeah, rubber ability that he got from eating a a, de- a devil fruit or whatever yeah. it's called. <laughs> yeah,
0: that character I really liked him. I thought I was going to be annoyed by him, and then I was like, you know what? I like this guy. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm more annoyed by like the quiet uh, samurai in the first episode.
0: I wanted uh, him
1: to be very grumpy, and then the the <laughs> blonde evil guy that you're supposed to hate. Like I like him because he seems more of a positive person.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> There's a fair amount of character development in this show so. Yeah. Anyways, I'm, I'm, I'll be tuning in. It it's all I uh it's all I have to report. I, I, I'm 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 just feeling
1: like shit. Well, that's that's great. Um <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um yeah, I'm not feeling li- I did have a bit of a headache today, but it seems to be gone now. Um yeah, my health generally seems to be pretty good no issues to report. Well, um, lucky you. Lucky <laughs> you.
0: I had a sore yeah. throat last week, so we couldn't do the podcast because I could barely yeah. talk. Yeah. And then I felt good for about four days, and now I'm immediately getting crushed.
1: Well, man, I just like, hmm. You're getting crushed by the weight of this virus that, in a sense, immigrated into the country. <sighs> from outside from from China it's a chinese virus it's an immigrant virus yes and maybe maybe that's a good segue into the into the topic today of immigration okay should we should we close our borders and then we wouldn't have to worry about this these covid things anyway right if we had closed borders covid never would have gotten into the country
0: i mean i'm sure it would have but maybe not as fast you know what i mean
1: Yeah, it would have eventually. Yeah, that's true. Okay. But, uh, borders is not going to stop diseases.
0: No. Um, but, uh, immigration and uh, as a whole, I hear so many different sides to this argument that we need way more. We need way less. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're getting, uh, what did I just talk to someone about recently? He said one in 48 people in Canada is a foreign exchange student.
1: Hmm. Well, okay. Well, think about it like this, right? In my opinion, immigration is not real. It doesn't actually exist. Because think about it. We're all on the earth. You can't immigrate from the earth to the earth. There's no such thing as immigration. Debate Well, over.
0: That, you, <laughs> you just you're just saying there's no such thing as real borders because there's not actual like natural like walls put up everywhere, like
1: We are. We live. Everyone is here on Earth. Everyone is here. We're on the Earth. Yeah. If you move from one part of the Earth to another part of the Earth, you're just moving around on the within the Earth on the Earth. You're not immigrating. You're just moving.
0: So if we move to a different planet, would we? It's all the same. We're all in the same galaxy. Yeah.
1: I mean, there is. Yeah. I mean, you can extend this argument to the point that there is no immigration in the entire universe.
0: Yeah yeah that's what I, okay but, but that's if we're going to bring this uh, back yeah. down to practical <laughs> a practical discussion we already went sure. into metaphys- metaphysics last week yeah. or the week before
1: yeah that's true um, there, there are these things called borders
0: yes and and there's also the reason, doctors without them which is i always find true. crazy
1: <laughs> they have no rules those doctors no board
0: they have no laws no borders no line there,
1: is too bad to cross.
0: Outlaw, <laughs> renegade band of doctors that will swoop into your town and treat minor wounds in the middle of the night.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Borders, but I mean, I think immigration was happening even before there were modern nation states. Explain right, one of the. Okay. Well, um. Think about the, uh, like the Roman Empire, right? It didn't really have. Clearly defined borders, like we would think of today, they had more like an area that they sort of influenced, um, and they uh, they had to deal with immigration because they were such such a big empire. Their borders were in Europe and Asia, and there were lots of people that wanted to move into the Roman Empire for various reasons. And so
0: they wanted to see that gladiator. They wanted to. See they want to see the
1: gladiators. Yeah, they wanted. Yeah, they wanted a piece of that Roman pie. They wanted someone and, to throw bread at them.
0: They wanted someone <laughs> to throw a loaf of bread at them in a, during a sporting event. And I can see that. I can see the appeal of that. Yeah. Nice and, baguette. Uh, <laughs> you want to baguette. suck on this baguette while you watch someone get their guts spilt on the sands of the Coliseum? Yes, of course. Who wouldn't? You got any butter? You know what I'm saying?
1: Here? Butter? Yeah. They had some interesting <laughs> condiments in ancient Rome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, What what was I talking about? Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) And so like they had, so immigration was kind of good for them because they, they got more people in the empire, but eventually many people who are opposed to immigration, they will argue that, look, immigration is actually what destroyed the Roman empire because you had the barbarians, the Huns coming in and they were driving all the other people out of Asia away from them. And all those people went into Rome and changed the culture and pillaged everything and took the land for themselves.
0: I think that's what people are really afraid of when they're scared of immigration. I mean, a lot of it is like lack of housing, I suppose, or jobs. The whole, I think the job thing, but I think deep down people are actually scared of uh, the culture changing to something they don't recognize or scares them.
1: Yeah. That's uh, maybe one of the most popular arguments against immigration is to preserve the culture of the of your country so (coughs) yeah but you can't say that out loud
0: or else you're gonna get you're gonna get freaking blacklisted sorry (laughs) african-american listed sorry
1: (laughs) yeah well it's it's an interesting one to think about it right because you can compare like take like the united states and japan right yeah it's very easy at least like from us from people who are outside japan it's very easy to say, like, "Oh, look, Japanese culture is pretty, like, unique and homogenous," and you could understand how if the Japanese, like, say, opened the floodgates to immigrants from Mexico and Central America, for example, yeah, it would. It might rapidly change the culture of Japan in a way that the, that the people who live there might not like.
0: See, the funny thing about Japan is their culture is infiltrating Western culture without even needing a bunch of immigration, right? Like, Well, that's, you know- that's
1: a great point. Yeah, against the preservation of culture argument is like, look, cult- no country's culture is static. And yes. everyone's culture is influenced by every other culture so much because of uh, just how much information and media can cross borders without people needing to carry it over the border. Yeah, I which think, is very really uh, different. From, I mean, what do you think past. is the most
0: influential? What do you think is the most influential culture on Canada outside of Canada? That's oh, United, United States.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I guess definitely.
1: Right. But uh, but even then, you can ask like, okay, but then like the U.S., like they they will like people there will say we need to preserve American culture, but what is American culture?
0: See, the thing about America America is it's so young that the culture is like, it's almost more like, a, it feels like it's more of like a, just a conglomerate of corporations rather than an actual culture.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you can point to like the, the, the music people listen to, the, the food they eat. That is true. Um, the sports they watch, that kind of thing. They don't have very well, like long
0: standing these... traditions though, in comparison yeah. to most countries.
1: Yeah. And I think it's because that country was like built on immigration, like the Statue of Liberty in New York, New York Harbor. Uh, yeah. So you know, it's, it's such a melting every pot. It, it's hard to Every pin time down I this think culture. of that,
0: that statue, Statue of Liberty, I'm like, they made it out of copper. and Did they know it was going to turn green? Or were they just like I, shit? I think
1: they did back then. Yeah. I think because they, it looked, they did. I know. saw
0: a picture of it recently when it was just built and it was all copper and it looks so much yeah. cooler. I mean I think
1: they're restoring it. I think they are restoring it.
0: They're gonna scrub the grain off of it?
1: Yeah, like they did that to Big Ben. They did that to Parliament in Ottawa. I think they're gonna do that. To the Statue of Liberty too. Um, Whoa. But yeah. What what about all the do you
0: think homeless people in New York go and strip copper off of her? Like she's a giant <laughs> like she's a giant like you know, just take a tonic or something.
1: Yeah, probably. Um <laughs> Okay, so so we just did, we just did kind of like a, a takedown of the cultural preservation argument, um, yeah. As a reason I'll to take close borders. For that.
0: I'll take credit for that takedown. Sorry. Yeah, sorry well done. The well glass. Done. I got tea. I got a big thing of tea to make it through this. My throat. is bullshit. Tea. You know, my throat is damn, throat.
1: that's a infiltration of Indian culture.
0: <laughs> you know what? Um, the Indian, the Indians' culinary culture is one of the best in the world. I don't one of the oh. best in the world. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, so let's let's reverse course, and now we'll do a takedown from the other side. Let's consider an argument in favor of open borders, and then we can take down that argument, blow it out All of the right. water.
0: Okay, if I know, I don't know fucking anything. I want to be clear that about this before I say stuff. I'm very I very I'm very well might be sounding ignorant in the next few minutes here, so just bear with me. I think well, one of the arguments is- for immigration is um well, an influx of money, right?
1: Oh, okay, and yeah, that's a good one.
0: An influx of a workforce. You know, people aren't having kids at the same rate they were you know 20 years ago 30 years ago so we do need to upkeep the population a little bit or do we i don't know fucking let's let the population dwindle down and we can shut some fucking you know some fast food stores down and then we we'll, uh <laughs> we're just gonna eat uh we're all gonna make we're gonna have a, a luncheon every Every week together, everybody sits on a big table down Highway Thirty Three, and we all have lunch together. How about that? Because there's only twenty thousand people left in the city.
1: This is this is a plan. This, this is a plan. This, you exactly, got details. Not just a plan. It's dream <sighs> This is more specific than most political platforms. So, Bravo, you, yeah. I say?
0: Um, um, I think I am a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually have clear goals. Okay. And that's for everybody to sit down for a meal together once a week, the whole city.
1: That would be great. I, w- I would love that. So, so you're you're saying a reason for open borders is improving the economy?
0: Yes, and like you know, replacing the workforce when people are retiring and whatever. This is all stuff I have right. no idea about, but this is what I've heard. Everything I say, no, this is, this all is good. My- yeah. All of my opinions you've ever heard me have are someone else's that I just took. No, no
1: it's it's good. I mean, it, it's good that you're saying this because usually one of the arguments against open borders is that if you allow immigrants into the country, it will hurt the economy. Um, particularly, it'll hurt uh, um, the less skilled workers in the economy. Yes. So, like, for example, right, like... You bring in like in like in Europe, for example, there's lots of immigrants from Africa want to go to Europe to get jobs. There are restrictions on those immigrants from being allowed to move into Europe. The fear is that the workers who are already there shouldn't have to compete for their jobs with workers who are willing to take much less money. That's the idea. Because um, then
0: it's competition to who will take less money for the job. And then you have everybody getting paid
1: nothing. Right. It's a race to the bottom. It's not yeah. good. Um, so it's that's an interesting question. Do workers, do they have a right not to be forced to compete for their jobs? I don't know. That's, that's an interesting one. I think that that's like, but then again, you have to wonder, like, is this a problem of immigration or is this a problem of the economic system like maybe the jobs are maybe you shouldn't be allowed to pay less for for jobs you know like this is why like it's cool to have a good minimum wage because then you can't import cheap labor that can undercut that wage
0: yeah because people will be willing to take anything if there it means they can live in canada yeah um
1: I don't know. i have So that's working. the real, I think that's the real problem is when you like the so called benefit to the economy is that you bring in cheap labor. Right. So then the, the idea is that look, companies don't have to spend as much on the labor. So the prices for consumers are cheaper. Yes. And there's more people in the country who are going to buy stuff.
0: It's the poor now, get poorer and the rich get richer thing
1: again. Right. Well, Well, like, no, like, well, like when that, with that that... argument, the idea is the, you'll bring in more people who will get paid less. And then that means the prices will be lower for everybody because that's the idea. But I don't think it works because, um, paying people less doesn't give them enough money to spend into the economy to, to keep things moving. Right. So, um,
0: what about housing? Housing is an issue. I had an hour long conversation with our mutual, fr- mutual, mutual friend David Cop yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, what was he saying? He was saying the housing crisis is the biggest issue. Uh, I think. I think this is what he was saying. I was getting hit hard with the COVID. My brain was turning into liquid. Um, yeah. We did speak for an hour because he will he will go for as long as you want him to go. If you, if mm-hmm. you get a phone call from Dave Cobb, just get him on a topic, and he will go for however long you are willing to listen. Um, yeah. But one of the topics we touched on was housing in Canada and how mm-hmm. uh, it's just unsustainably expensive, and so many people are going to be having to move out of the cities because it's too expensive so you're going to have yeah. an exodus of young people to like rural areas almost and they just have a bunch of old rich people dying slowly in their towers
1: well i mean yeah it's it's an interesting thing because the amount of the amount of people that were immigrated into canada was like really significant and that's the thing about immigration is people immigrate to the country because they want a better deal and if you let them immigrate here and then there's nowhere for them to live that is not good yeah that is not that is not give holding up our end of the bargain and this is like something that happens constantly with immigration especially in Canada where temporary foreign workers and international foreign students are basically a lot of them are like lured here and then totally exploited
0: This is exactly what Dave was saying, saying they get fed lies on their, in their end, they get fed lies on this end they get here and they're having to split a fucking basement suite with like 10 other students.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So there's like, there's shady firms in India who are there recruiting people to get a visa, go to Canada. Then there's like shady colleges in, in Canada who will work with those firms to get people. It's just like a horrible thing. Um, yeah,
0: that's this is exactly what we were talking about last night. Wow, the, yeah, the, and then that so strange. and then housing is
1: to it. Yeah, because we don't have enough houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that, that could them, be a that them could them be come the, to, Sorry. Oh, you you go ahead.
0: They trick them into coming here with promise of housing and education, and then they receive almost neither of them, and they spend a shit ton of money to get here. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So in this case, it's like. This is an argument where Like this is a great like uh, a great argument, right? So you can't uh, this is an argument for closed borders. So Canada cannot distribute its benefits to the number of people who might come if the borders were open. Like suppose Canada opened its borders and allowed anyone to come in from anywhere. Mm-hmm. our healthcare system, for example, wouldn't be able to handle it. And now it can
0: barely handle what it's yeah, got.
1: Right it now. can barely handle what it's got. Right. In huge influx of people, um, isn't going to be, isn't going to mean like suddenly overnight, there's tons more hospitals and tons more doctors. Yeah. You're not going to be able to handle it. So, um, so I think that's like, that's an important one because then you're not giving the immigrants what they need either. Uh, So, but I mean, you can think of ways around this. Um, So like one, one idea here in the Stanford encyclopedia article is suppose immigrants to their country have to get uh, income and wealth taxed for like a certain period of time, like five years. And then if they, contribute to that for five years, then they offset the costs that they're drawing from the government benefits. Right. So that's like one way around that. So that's a way where you can still allow the immigration, but people have to pay for it um, until they become citizens and get taxed.
0: Well, are you going to run for mayor? Run for, uh, you should run for prime minister there, Sam. Have you ever thought about that?
1: Well, I mean, it's a little different when it's reality, I think. Yeah. I don't have the, I don't want to deal with people.
0: (laughs) I can't imagine a worse job, honestly, than being a leader of a country. Fuck that.
1: Oh, you don't think it's fun?
0: No, I don't think it's fun. I think you're never allowed to just not be the prime minister or president. You're just always on. You always have to be on. I don't know. It just looks you don't miserable. you miserable. The
1: power would feel intoxicating.
0: I don't even know what I would do with power. <laughs> I don't. I think all of my all of my wishes and wants are very very yeah. minimal.
1: I think nobody really knows what they would do with power until they have it. And then you find out what you're really made of once you have power.
0: Well, I just can't imagine that I would find, uh, I mean, I'm sure I would find uses for my, say I did become the most powerful, influential person on the planet. I would probably only actually realize a very small potential of what that power could do because I'm just not in the mindset of, I don't know, conquering the
1: world. Hmm.
0: To what end? To what end, I say?
1: Yeah, I mean, what is the point, right? Event- I think it's just boredom, legacy. Legacy? I mean, Famed at the end of the boy. day, you
0: could be Alexander the Great, and people only really think of you as this this not obscure, but you're just a guy in a textbook at this point, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, but I mean, like your name you've got statues about you people write books about you they make i'll make my own statue
0: i'll put it in the forest there you go
1: no that's that's uh if you make a statue of yourself yeah that's that is not
0: you're telling me alexander the great had zero statues commissioned of himself
1: it's it's uh i don't know if he did or not but like I feel like he wouldn't need to, but I mean, it's different when you're like literally a king, like, yeah, like actually a king. I mean, heavy,
0: heavy is the crown. Is that the, is that the saying? Heavy is the crown? Heavy lies the crown. Heavy lies the crown. That's what I think. I think that's the reality of it.
1: Or heavy lies the head that wears the crown. I think that's what it is.
0: Heavy is the head that wears the crown.
1: Yeah. Something like that
0: uh or severed is the head that wears the crown if you listen what? to Run the jewels um, <laughs> um what was i gonna say oh my goodness i'm losing it i'm losing it i had good steam here for about a half an hour now it's all going out my ears
1: we are talking to dave Cobb, housing um, housing
0: um i was gonna say something more about how i don't well, here's understand. a
1: housing thing if you bring a ton of people into the country you are gonna be forced To make houses for them. Yes. And I think. And uh, think about it like this. If the cities are too expensive. Then the young people are going to have to move to Newfoundland and New Brunswick, which are empty. Right. And maybe it would be good if we spread out a bit more. Maybe that would be good.
0: You know what? If I move from Kelowna, that's where I'm going to be going. I'm going to be heading east. And And they, uh, they
1: they get some nasty storms there, don't they? I you're mean, be an immigrant,
0: dude. Why are you going to immigrate? I'm not going to be an immigrant. I'm going to Canadian citizen. I am Canadian. Also, yeah, they might get bad. You're going to bring your
1: West Coast culture into that quiet maritime place. What culture? You
0: think I'm a think bearer they're... of culture? Do you think I'm the culture of the West wrapped up gonna, in one human being?
1: You're going to walk in with your weed smoke and your Snoop Dogg and. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, okay, there's the difference okay. between.
0: Showing them my culture and just showing them how to be cool, you know? It's different. But, like, you're a storm, I'll uh... take a storm over having, you know, half my summer choked by smoke.
1: Hmm. I mean, Atlantic Canada, that's no walk in the park, my friend.
0: All right. Well, maybe I'll just hide in the middle of the country like you, where I'm safe from all <laughs> the storms and the smoke. Huh? Is that what you want?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you you can see what it's like here when you come in November. You want to talk I got about a, a ticket? I feel like <laughs> let
0: me look at some tickets here real quick. while you can keep talking.
1: All right. Well, it was recently nine eleven, and nine yes. eleven was one of the biggest things for limiting immigration that's ever happened. And the reason for that was they were very concerned that international terrorists would cross the border to commit acts of violence so the idea is that if you don't close the border you will be risking your national security
0: right you know what's weird i haven't seen any terrorist attacks in like the last 10 years
1: that's correct however are the borders closed Mm, they're not closed no not at all not even remotely i have a theory
0: they're just looking at the west and being like they're doing a great job fucking themselves up <laughs> yeah i mean honestly I if you think of if you think of how many people that mass shootings take out it's like they're it's better than most te- terrorist attacks mm-hmm. and they don't even have to plan anything they probably just you know go into the incel forums and tell them to buy a gun that's it that's the new <laughs> terrorism It's it's proxy terrorism
1: Stoichiastic terrorism.
0: Well, isn't it weird that we haven't seen any major, or not major, but even like I haven't heard of any terrorist attacks in, on American soil in in a while. Or maybe they just don't report it. Besides,
1: uh, besides like QAnon stuff.
0: Well, I mean, domestic terrorists. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. I'm talking um, like religious, like Islamic terrorism was the big oh, thing for yeah. a while. And it was, it was everywhere.
1: Yeah. They've just gotten way, way better at uh, detecting them before they ever do anything.
0: You think I don't even hear stories yeah. of them being stopped anymore. It used to be on every news cycle.
1: They I don't like I don't know it might not get reported as much, but I think they're just way better at uh, um, identifying people who are entering the country to commit crimes. right So that's the, the best way to secure national in, like security isn't just to close the borders to everybody. It's to get really good at filtering out the people who want to come in and commit crimes.
0: Well, if that's what's the if that's what's happening, if that's why I'm not seeing and I'm not hearing about any terrorist attacks for like the last decade, I'm very impressed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I guess that's it, what it is. It's well, just like, they have well, so much data collection that they can just monitor everyone's communications. Like good luck trying to plan a terrorist attack.
0: I mean, there was some terrorist attacks at the beginning of the Trump administration. If I recall, he shut the border to all, like, Islamic nations or whatever.
1: The Muslim ban? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, what was the trigger yeah, for the that? i trying to remember. The,
1: uh, I don't know. Uh, just winning support from his base. Like, no, because the wasn't the,
0: there a few, like, terrorist attacks in a row that triggered the, that? Or was it just mass shooters?
1: I don't know. I'll look it up. Trump, Muslim. pretty sure it
0: was, like, a mass shooting.
1: By an Islamic uh, guy. Uh, all right. So I'm on immigration history. On January 27, 2017, President Trump signed an executive order that banned travel to the United States for 90 days from seven predominantly Muslim countries Iran, Iraq, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen and suspended the resettlement of all Syrian refugees. Um, the order spoke to protests. Uh, Okay, here's what he said. As president, I must act to protect the security and interests of the United States and its people. I am committed to our ongoing efforts to engage those countries willing to cooperate, improve information sharing, identity management protocols, address terrorism-related public safety risks. Some of the countries with remaining inadequacies face significant challenges. Others have made strides to improve their protocols and procedures. I commend them. I have to turn on the base of my recommendations from the Secretary of the Cabinet and impose the following conditional restrictions. I, blah, 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 Donald D. Trump, blah, blah, blah. I don't see anything about it being in response to any terrorist attacks. Uh,
0: well, that's I'll
1: check good. The media here. Um, I think he just did it. Because just for, just for funsies? People will know because like like Fox News like has made they have made their bread and butter on saying that immigration is a barbarian invasion designed to turn the United States into like a socialist slave camp. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh so there's like a constant paranoia. There's like on the right of Immigration, And so any any right-wing politician who is seen to be limiting immigration to improve national security will get a lot of support. It's basically a way to, like, trick your base into thinking the country is, like, at war and I'm, like, a wartime president protecting the borders. Right, right, right. It's just bullshit. It's total it is. bullshit.
0: Wow. Modern-day society
1: is so fucked. Modern-day society is so fucked. Um, but anyway, I want to go I want to talk about one interesting This is an argument for open borders, but it's actually not a good argument for open borders. So this is the <laughs> argument called uh Cosmo Cosmopolitan Egalitarianism. I thought that sounds like a, a cocktail. It sounds pretty tasty. Um so the well, I guess a Cosmo is a cocktail. Um, right, right. That's anyway. a really and, and a magazine, women's magazine. Uh,
0: um, and <laughs> the space, it's the outer space. The Cosmos is an educational space television program that was yeah, originally well, hosted by oh, Carl right. Sagan and then remade and hosted by who?
1: Neil deGrasse Tyson.
0: You got it, buddy.
1: Hell yeah. Um, and if you look at the word Cosmo, meaning uh, like the universe, and politan, meaning a citizen, a cosmopolitan is a citizen of the universe or the world. So you don't have a particular nation state that you belong to if you say you're a cosmopolitan. Right. And an egalitarian is someone who believes that we should correct for any um, any inequalities that come about from luck so for example yeah
0: so reparations and stuff like that
1: yes so yeah so like for example um in the stanford encyclopedia article they have a good example which is sweden and chad so sweden's one of the most uh one of the best sweden or norway right it's one of the best countries in the world you could be born into Uh uh-huh Like they've got like the most tremendous social welfare system. They have huge sovereign wealth funds because all of their oil, like all the citizens are going to be flush. Like it's great to be born there. Uh, Much less good to be born in Chad, in Africa. Yeah. And there's nothing to it except luck. And the philosopher Joseph Karen says, quote, citizenship in Western liberal democracies is the modern equivalent to feudal privilege, an inherited status that greatly enhances one's life chances. Like feudal birthrights, privileges restrictive like feudal birthrights, privileges, restrictive citizenship is hard to justify when one thinks about it closely. So
0: Yeah, I mean that that's the, the breaks,
1: idea. though, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that that's the argument, but it's got some problems and you actually pointed out a great thing at the beginning when you said reparations right so this is the this is the answer to that argument is like look there are lots of ways for Sweden or Norway to compensate for how lucky they are and that doesn't necessarily mean they have to let everyone move into their country they could for like you said pay reparations donate you know aid charity that kind of thing and that is in fact what happens and they give the also the funny example of like Jeff Bezos right he's super rich and we would say morally he has a duty to share his wealth with people who are less fortunate Uh huh. but that doesn't mean he has to like adopt people into his family there are other ways he can pay it back but does he uh I am sure Mr Bezos has not given back as much as he could or should
0: <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> um I mean when you got like a billion billion dollars what's the point I mean i have i've talked about this before but like what is the point of having more money when you hit a billion it's all ego or some weird obsession with more money
1: it's because it's not about how much money you have it's about Uh, how much everybody else has in relation to you.
0: Well, that's still an ego thing, right? It's like, I think think it's more, it's what you, it's a power thing, right? You want to be able to influence anyone you want.
1: I think everyone, I think power is like the thing that everyone would love the most if they had it, but most Um, of us just never get to experience it. Well, ignorance is bliss.
0: Ignorance is bliss. They say, um, yeah. With great power comes is, great responsibility. Really they also say that.
1: So. But it's a delicate flower that, as soon as that ignorance is even just a little bit damaged, the whole thing collapses.
0: <coughs> Are you talking about Elon Musk shutting off his Starlink?
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> so interesting.
0: Ukraine over? That is like. That tells me that he really does think that he himself is like a superpower.
1: Yeah, well, I, so this is really interesting, right? So, this whole story came out because Walter Isaacson published the biography of Elon Musk. Uh huh. And in the biography, he told this story about how Elon had called him and said, I just like turned off Starlink to stop this attack because I, I was worried it would start World War Three or something. Yeah. This weekend, Walter Isaacson had to do a big media tour and retract that, because Elon Musk apparently says that that's not what he said to Isaacson, and Isaacson is now retracting it. And but the he did, did
0: he do it? Did he take? Did he shut those off? To to uh... yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing, right? The retraction seems very not credible. Yeah, it's like wait, it seems like might... Elon is covering, up, trying to cover this up because he said to uh he said basically what he said was no 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 I didn't turn it off that night I just reaffirmed my plan to always have it turned off. But then it's like, why did Isaacson say that he did it secretly?
0: Seems seems uh, sus as the kids would say. You can't yeah, be so, meddling so- in the in the in the in a war like that. I feel like. I mean, at the same time you were meddling when you provided Starlink in the first place. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the uh, right answer is here. If he truly believed he prevented World War three, then, you know, can you blame someone who believes that they're preventing World War three by shutting something off? No, I mean,
1: is it, was it, uh, well, that's the question, right? Like, it's Why an is no one of...
0: privy to the to the to the to the battle plan of Ukraine?
1: Oh, like how does he know? Well, no, no, no he you... wasn't privy. They, so that's that's the question, right? Um, was he privy to the battle plan and turned it off as they were approaching? Which is what sound, which is what it sounds like from Walter Isaacson, that's what people the original are saying. biography. <laughs> like what it, the original story was. The original story was they're like they have these these drones. They're approaching the Crimean coastline and then suddenly they lose Starlink access and they wash ashore harmlessly because Musk shut it off secretly as right. they were approaching. The retraction, so the story where Musk is like, whoa, 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 whoa no, 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 that's not what I said. What I meant was so what he said was, it was what he meant was was that Crimea was like geo blocked from Starlink the whole time, always, and everybody knew. And so when the ships approached, they just they turned off because there was no internet access there. So
0: he didn't turn it off. It just never would work there.
1: He he hadn't turned it on there at all. Ah.
0: Uh, is that that's confirmed? The retraction?
1: No. That's just what that's just his retraction from what
0: you think they would have uh, checked that the internet works in the place they needed to work before they launched these missiles?
1: Yeah. So it seems really, uh, really, really shady. A shady retraction. Because when he originally told this story, apparently he called Walter Isaacson at like four, three or four in the morning, in a terrible state, and was like, "I just did some. I just did this. This was crazy." Blah blah. blah.
0: Oh Jesus. Yeah. No one man should have all that power. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye said that. Yeah. I
1: believed him. Was that song about Fauci? It was
0: actually. <laughs> yeah, it was. Man,
1: <laughs> uh, I can't wait for for uh, for twenty twenty four.
0: I mean, there's either, there's two ways to look at twenty twenty four. The beginning of the end. Or the beginning of the end, but it's gonna be kinda of entertaining.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what do we got to look forward to? Um Dune two. Um, Dune two, hopefully.
0: Well, if the nukes can uh, stay, that's I'm gonna make a plea to Putin to say just hold off till March fourth. Okay. March fifth, drop the nukes. I need to see Dune two. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I need to see Timothée ride that worm
0: Yeah, Timothée Chalamet Bay <laughs> Bay
1: oh, oh man, I had this crazy thought about who he could play one day as an actor and then I forgot um, I can't remember I, had, I, I thought he would be perfect for someone but I can't remember I think he's Like seems, when he's older, like when he's in his 30s How old is he? I think he's really young I think he's like is I think he's younger than twenty five. If I'm not,
0: I think he was a good choice for Paul Trades. I also think he did really good in that medieval uh, movie where he was like the king, a young king. Oh yeah,
1: I didn't see that. I heard that was good.
0: I thought he played that role really well, but I do not think he's suited for Willy Wonka. I don't know what kind of moron put that casting
1: oh. together. No, I think he'll be. I think he'll be good in that. You think he'll be good in that? Yeah. I think he's a phenomenal actor. Okay. Okay. He just hasn't, uh, his roles haven't given him a ton of range yet, but I think well, he does you have know? range. What makes you, you think can, it? Yeah. You can see it. I think you can see it. I think you can see it that it's there. I think the range is there.
0: You think the range is there? Because I'm seeing the same shit every time I see him, which is not bad. Hmm. But I don't I wouldn't consider him I wouldn't I see nothing that True. indicates range.
1: Okay, let's all right, okay. Willy Wonka will be a good test. If he does not pull off Wonka, I'm writing him off as an actor.
0: Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Is there anything you want to you want to add to this before we wrap it up? Because I need to lay down. My head's fucking pulsing. You can feel my brain trying to get out of its my skull right now.
1: Yeah, I would say this. Whenever someone tries to have an argument over whether borders should be open or closed, just tell them that's a very stupid argument because borders are not like steel windows that are either fully open or fully closed. They can be, you know, you can filter, you can tweak things, and there's other ways to solve problems than closing borders to immigrants.
0: All right. That's the takeaway.
1: But don't don't, don't bring in. Pro
0: immigration.
1: But, 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 but. um, But. Don't bring in so many people that everyone you bring in, plus the people already living there, get miserable because there's nowhere to live.
0: Yes. Once again, moderation. (laughs) Moderation is key to everything. Forgottenness as a society. Okay. Well, I'm going to lay down. And uh, hopefully next week when I speak to you, I will be fully out of the COVID fog and I can be more engaging. I can be an engaging um, thinker and speaker. Does that sound just, good, kids?
1: Hey, just Yay! They want it. Just follow President Trump's advice and inject some bleach straight down your throat.
0: Literally been doing that all day, and I, I my stomach is fucking killing me. That's awesome. Okay, that's our episode. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye.